Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's a big day for us here at the Rich Eisen Show. Turn those machines back up! Guess who's back? Hit the drop! Let's, Let's go! go. <laughs> we go this is the Rich Eisen Show, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Anyway, long story short, it is exciting. We go Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL analyst Lewis Riddick, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Coming up, co-host of CBS This Morning and the NFL Today, Nate Burleson. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on our program. Hour number three, uh, we're, we're excited about because we think it's going to be just as good as hours number uh, one and two. Uh, when we spoke to Lewis Riddick of the Worldwide Leader in Sports and Monday Night Football. And in hour number two, uh, we had a great chat with Ian Rappaport, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, um, who basically told us to take the old... Pill of the chill when it comes to Dak Prescott and his throwing arm. Saying it's just, it is in fact a precautionary MRI that he's taken and he's going to be fine and we will see him week number one, a couple of Thursdays from now in Tampa, Florida, Ooh, baby. I know. Wow. Tampa, Florida, uh, a place where I called a football game with this man um, and I've uh, gotten a chance to know him and work with him and after he won the Emmy Award for Best Studio Analyst uh, in the sports world, had him on, talked about um, his role with uh, the network, NFL Network, and broadcasting in general. And now he is on this program as the newly announced member of CBS This Morning, going into the world of hosting a broadcast television morning show, along with staying put, appears with NFL Network, and now uh, also of uh, CBS, the NFL Today. He is the multi-hyphenate. Nate Burleson back here on the show. How are you, Nate? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm great. I, I wanted to have you on. Uh, it's my first show back in a month. And um, I texted you and I read the news. And I just wanted to say here on the show, I couldn't be more excited for you. This is amazing, this development. Yeah, I career. appreciate that, that text. Um, like I told you, in our messages, um, I appreciate you as a friend, but more importantly, as a colleague and a mentor. You know, the, the times um, that we've worked together and being able to basically watch you from a distance and take some of the things that you do so well and try to add them to, to my toolbox. 
it's 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 really put me in a position where um as of right now i've i've kind of transcended the football analyst role mm-hmm. and um and I, i'm thankful for the people that i was able to work with in my earlier days in the NFL network which obviously includes you well i mean you're you're so kind to say that all, all i know is that gail king is uh, gonna have no problem um having a colleague tell her that she's mixed up winston and watson uh in real time <laughs> as you <laughs> as you did a couple of decembers ago in tampa during a commercial break you're like hey i think <laughs> But, I mean, this is so um, amazing, Nate, because, again, um, you know, Stray, as we all know, going from the world of the NFL to Good Morning America, and now you going from the world of the NFL to CBS this morning, this means so much, I think, for NFL players, um, for sure, just and certainly for people who think, you know, maybe they don't have a shot, maybe they don't know if they have the chops, but they don't know until they try and succeed at it. I think this is so inspiring, Nate, and I, I don't mind telling you that, for real. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm i thankful for individuals like you that are willing to voice that. Um, it's it's a very unique situation because there is there's still an immense amount of pressure on me as an individual to prove that uh, not only can I be a – media personality, um, but also have the journalistic chops to um, really swim with, you know, some of the the best journalists in the world. And um, I, I originally went into TV because I'm a creative by nature. And as much as I love football, it was just a small part of who I was. And I've always felt like I just need people to, to see me and, and not see me in a uniform, not see me with a helmet on not even see me as an analyst talking about the sport, but just see me. Um, you know, I, I fell in love with poetry at a young age. Uh, I'm into movies, pop culture, music. And I knew that eventually I would dive back into a space of comfort, which is um, talking about not just sports, but also news. And right now, this is a, a, a very, um, a, a very, you know, unique time for mm-hmm. athletes because we we um we we've had individuals before me i've said this on air before amal rashad was the biggest influence i ever had in my life he was a football player transitioning to basketball and for the first time i've seen a cool black man that was that was so comfortable in his own skin and this was um me as a youngster, now I know individuals came before him and came after him, but I'm talking about my immediate influence of seeing somebody that looked like me on TV was Ahmad Rashad. And so many years later, I'm following that path. So um, I know that the seat on CBS this morning is a very privileged position. It's, 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 it's a prized piece of real estate. Mm-hmm. And there's a legacy of individuals that came before me, men and women, that I am going to honor and uphold. So it's... um. It's, it's, it's a great time, a great time to, to really open up the door even further for athletes who understand and appreciate being an NFL player, but more importantly know that like your next chapter could be your best, best chapter. I love it. Nate Burleson here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. So just quick nuts and bolts on it. When, when do you start? When do we see you on that set? When does that go? Uh, I, I believe se- September 7th okay. is my, my, my first day, and then um, – from there, I'll still be involved in it. And 
the NFL media family and Great. NFL network. I'm still doing uh, some stuff on, um, you know, certain tentpole events that the NFL network has. I'm going to be joining you certain Sundays. Oh, um, fantastic. Talking with you on your show. So, yes. You know, I, 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 was, I was able to, you know, find a balance between, you know, leaving Good Morning Football and still being part of the NFL Network family. As you know, which I, I don't think a lot of people know, um, you know, I, my first appearance on the NFL Network was back in 03. And mm-hmm. I used to come back every single summer. Yep. There were times where I worked shows. There were times where I worked the NFL AM show times where I did total access and there was times where I just flew myself into California just so I can watch what you guys are doing and just sit back behind the scenes. So this is a long time coming, almost 20 years of a relationship that I've established with the NFL network just so I could um, be in this position now. You know, here's what I love about you, Rich. Um, You have put in work and as much as people can appreciate your your work in, in radio and TV uh, and and what you mean to both sports and football, I don't think people really understand the work that they don't see. You know, similar to an athlete. So um, I'm 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 also one of those guys that I'll sweat and bleed and put in work behind the scenes and then um, kind of reap the rewards afterwards well i mean nate you just don't get and i appreciate you saying what you said nate burleson here on the rich eisen show you don't get as you pointed out, a prized piece of real estate a chair on the set of cbs this morning and cbs news um and 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 without obviously them ass- assessing your work uh, uh on cbs sports and also with nfl network and finding out about the, your work ethic and how hard it is it is so difficult i mean the number of times that i've had um, I've had, you know, um, auditions uh, with players that just come off the field and they feel like, oh, well, I know football, I'll just talk about it. It's so not that. It's so difficult. And then, of course, to be as natural as you are and showing off who you are as a person and what, what, what you're made of. I mean, I, I couldn't be more excited. And I, I can't wait to see what you do in the news world as well. It's going to be something to see. And I think it's terrific that CBS saw your abilities to and give you that shot, man. Uh, I, I'm very Thank excited you. for that. That's a fact. Thank you. That, that, that means a lot. I, um, you know, I've, I've been working for uh, Extra the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. um, in full transparency, you know, as much as I appreciate the experience working with Extra and them paying me uh, a decent amount, not a mind-blowing amount, but just paying me to work the field, do red carpets, and talk to celebrities, it was it was me really strategizing and, and proving that I can work in that space and talk to um, influencers and, and actresses and, you know, some of the top actors in the world. And I, I remember a few opportunities that I had to talk to J-Lo and Michelle Obama. And I remember doing the red carpet for the Irishman. And as I'm sitting here with a microphone, I'm, I'm jostling for position and literally elbowing other journalists. And I'm like, this isn't, this isn't what I should be doing, but I feel like it's good for me right now at this point in my career. And I'm, I'm reaching my microphone out, and I, I talk to De Niro, and, and, and then Pacino walks by. And I'm, like, I'm like, hey, uh, Al, hey, what's up? Can I, can I get you for a second? And, you know, as I go to introduce myself, I say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm Nate Burleson. I'm a huge fan. And he, he cuts me off. He's like, yeah, I, I know who you are. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, the, you're, you're the football guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watch you. You do the morning show. You do Sundays. He's like, yeah, yeah I, I love football. And, that, and in that moment, um, I, my, I started sweating. Um, I looked at the camera. Hey, I'm literally sweating behind my knees. And I looked at the camera, and I, I, I tried to motion to my producer who was on the field with me in the red carpet. And I said, I said, cut the cameras off for a second. I said, Mr. P- Mr. Pacino, do you do you know who I am? And he's like, Yeah, 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 I do, I do. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm blown away right now. He's like, You're, you're, you're doing good work. Yeah, I, I see you. And I, um, that meant a lot to me. Not because yeah. I was meeting one of my favorite actors, but it was, it was somebody that was so far removed from the traditional sports space. And he was just saying, I've seen you. I've seen you put in work since you left the NFL. And, uh, and, and that, that's, that's all I've been trying to do. You know, there's – listen, Rich, man, there's, there's people that look at uh, Nate Burleson being hired by CBS this morning, and they're saying, what are you guys doing? You know, Anthony Mason, who's a tremendous, tremendous man. I met him, and he's extremely talented, rich history, you know, some of you know one of the individuals that you 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 can't replace i understand the the hesitation i understand the trepidation of fans that are saying well well what are we doing here are you guys trying to like are you guys trying to do the straight hand thing with nate burleson i love Strahan. one of my mentors um I, i'm just going to do my path differently and uh, as much as i can say this um, and this isn't me patting myself on the back. What, what I can say is I was meant for this job. And what I've done over the last seven years have been training so I don't let people down when this opportunity um, presents itself. So um, these are, these are the, the, the moments before my next chapter um, opens up. And for anybody that has been paying attention to my career, um, just know that nothing, nothing has been done accidentally. Everything that I've done up to this point, working at the NFL Network, doing digital content, pregame, postgame, watching hosts when they're like, when I would work with you, I would look at you. Hmm. I would watch your lips and your body language as you read the teleprompter. And I would try to mimic that. I did the same thing with James Brown. I did it with Dad Helly, Lindsey Rose. The list goes on and on and on. And um, I, I did that because I wanted to work and be better than I was. And I, I didn't want anybody to box me in. Of course, I can tell you about a post corner for the next 20 years. <laughs> I can break down football, X's and O's with my eyes closed. I can do that. But um, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't put on this earth to do that. I was put on this earth to be informative and entertaining. And right now I'm landing in a position that is a privileged, privileged position that um, it's going to be, it's going to be quite a ride. So I, I appreciate you, you always being there for me and dropping the gems, you know, and and always being the shoulder I can lean on. Um, and I'm I'm going to make the football world proud. And and I I hope years from now, five years, ten years, twenty years from now, athletes can walk away from the game and know that it isn't the end of some glorious lifestyle, some rock star lifestyle. It is the beginning of your life because that's, that's exactly what it was in 14. When I retired, there was this moment where I was like, golly, man, I, 
I'm not a rock star anymore. You know, I played with Randy and Calvin. I can walk into any restaurant and they would cover my bill and high five me. Fans <laughs> would come up and say, say, hey, Nate, thank you for helping me win my fantasy team in 04. I loved that. The ego-driven diva receiver. I loved it. And then about five years into my retirement, when people walked up to me and they didn't mention football and they were talking about how they appreciated the work I put in in the media space, that was more fulfilling than anybody telling me how great I was at running and jumping and catching footballs. So um, I'm trying to just to, to widen the spectrum of what we see athletes are. Well, and, and, and you're, you're nailing that. And obviously, you know, the one thing I take from that whole story is that you beat Mario Lopez in man coverage to get to Al Pacino. Well done. So you're using all, <laughs> yeah. you're using all yeah. of your, um, you're using all of your skill sets. But I, no, I, I, I love every last word that you just said, and you're going to kill it. You really are going to crush it, Nate. And, and I, I fully believe that. And look, uh, I have, you know, I guess the only thing I could equate what you just said to when I, I, I got to sports center at age 26, right? They didn't know who the hell I was. Everybody. Oh, young, but the, you were young. Yeah. I was 26 years old when I got to the first set uh, of sports center. That, that, that was, that was a, that was like brown hair rich. Right? That was, oh that, yeah. That was, oh yeah. There's I remember. throwback I remember Thursday, brown hair, flock of seagulls, big old haircut. Yes. <laughs> the whole thing. And, um, and I went on the air and a whole bunch of people were like, who the hell is this guy? Like, you know, because that was the world of of Keith Olbermann and Dan and yep. and Robin yep. Roberts yep. and Bob Lee and Charlie Steiner were doing the the early sports center. And here I come 26 and I, I, I with my stand up comedy background and I just made everything a joke. And I've heard a lot about, you know, why is he here? Why? You know, this is something that I, I, I'm a fan of. Um, I got that Stuart Scott. My God, did he get that? Just like, you know, yeah, what, what no the doubt. hell is he doing here? Why, why is he bringing his style and his sensibilities that, that don't make sense to me uh, at all? And, and he just kept pressing on. I kept pressing on. If you hear anything about that what you're doing is not a fit for some viewer or whatever, just keep doing it. Put a new fresh coat of keep paint on the on. next day. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And suddenly, you know, you're, you've been there a while and everyone's uh, respecting what you're doing. That, that would be my only Rich, two cents based on what you're saying. This and, 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 you know, this is maybe a conversation we could have, sure. um, you know, off air, offline sure, and, of and through text. But I, I like the fact that we can have a normal conversation and the viewers can, you know, be, be flies on the wall. Uh, when you decide to make that move from SportsCenter yeah. to the NFL Network, yeah. which was a big move. Yes, it was. Um, even even me, young twenty one year old Nate Burleson at the time, hearing about it, it was it was monumental, you mm-hmm. know. And um, a lot of people questioned it, you know. And they're, they're thinking like, what in the world? Why in the hell would this guy leave this hallmark network to to let's call it what it is, some sports NFL based startup? Like, what, what was what, what was the reason behind that? And how did you? How did you put on the blinders and not get distracted by, you know, all of the the doubters that might have been, you know, putting obstacles or hurdles in your way? Well, it it, it was kind of a mix. One uh, management at ESPN made it uh, untenable for me to stay. Um, And two, um, I, I was firmly believing that what I was doing, as much as I loved it, that there was more for me to do. And the people that were in 
in position there to make me, to allow me to do, I, I wanted actually to do some of the stuff that you're doing right now. Because I thought, you know, yeah. I had a certain skill set that maybe morning television, certainly on network TV, just doing a, a couple of hits here and there for Good Morning America. But that was not uh, in the cards. They didn't want, want me to do it, allow me to do it. Didn't want Sports Center anchors to do it. Put me in a little bit of a box. And then, you know, I had the opportunity uh, in front of me with NFL Network, along with another opportunity to call Braves games, actually, uh, for TBS. And uh, what I wound up doing was going to Los Angeles, um, working for somebody who uh, I knew in Steve Bornstein because he started NFL Network as well as the president yep. of ESPN. I keep telling him he's smart enough to have hired me twice, which is why he's in broadcasting halls of fame. Um, but in all, in all honesty, I just believed this is what I want to do. And I think your circumstances are obviously a little different because you were, you're on a hit television show in Good Morning Football, having been there from, you know, jump pretty much with the network from your career. And, you know, obviously you have the ability to, to, to keep your feet in other parts of the broadcasting industry with CBS and, and NFL Network. It's, it's a no-brainer. It really is a no-brainer. You will be missed on Good Morning Football no question about that, but you're you're not disappearing from the scene. You do you, Nate. You do you, man. I'm that's 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 I don't know if that answered your question or not, but that's it that's does. What, it does. And, and and that's what you did. And I and I, there, there's so many individuals, um, men and women, and not just in the sports space, but just in media in general that decided to do them and took a leap of faith and also uh, they they invested in themselves, and I, I remember you doing that. And wow, I mean, look, look where we are. This is 2021, and Rich Eisen is an international name. Yes, inter um, and it's not it's not just in, it's not just in football, but I mean, to have your own show. Like I've been I've been admiring your moves for a minute. So um, seeing individuals like that, um, you know, t take take control of their career and occasionally occasionally you have to you have to like blindfold yourself and just and just walk with faith and it, and it, and it works out and and that's why there's a, a deep appreciation and admiration for for you in the position you're well, in well right back at you nate you know, I was going to ask you some football questions, but screw it. You Let's know? do it. Let's do it. Am I running out of time? No, well, I, I I can give you one if you don't mind. You Let's know, do it, oh. man. Come on, I'm not going anywhere. Here Here's a go. This whole day is about you. No, I'm stop. actually on vacation <laughs> this week. Don't you? Like, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm All right. One so today. Here, I'm talking to Rich. So here you go. Here's the one. Here's the one. Um, what are receivers in locker rooms that um, have quarterback competitions going on? What are they thinking? How do they get through? What's going on? Maybe in. Uh, San Francisco, New England, Chicago. Um, do they deep down uh, have a preference, or do they just say, "I can't control it. I'm just going to go on and do my own thing"? How how does that work? I think Nate. this new generation of wide receivers um, are leaning more towards the more athletic wide receiver. This isn't a shot to, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo with Trey Lance behind him, um, or Andy Dalton with Justin Fields behind him. I just feel like if, if I'm a wide receiver and I'm running a curl route, you know, I, I get off the line of scrimmage, I, I hit, hit my DB with a sweet release move, I come out of my break, I got two yards of separation, I'm looking for that rock, quarterback can't see me because the defensive line has uh, flushed him out of the pocket. That's where my preference come in. 
because as as I am looking for him, he's looking for me, and he has to go into scramble mode. I get to run two routes in one play. There's no DB in the world. I don't care how good you are. There's no DB in the world that can stop two routes in one play. Average play is around five to six seconds. If if, if I get to uh, run a secondary route, you're you're as good as cooked. Um, which is why we see so many big plays in the Kansas City Chiefs, and even as slow as Tom Brady is, he will still negotiate that pocket and he will get outside and extend the play just a little bit to give Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, just just a little bit of time to run a secondary route. So I, I, I feel like if I'm a receiver for the Chicago Bears, I would love to have Justin Fields. If I'm a receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, I would love to have Trey Lance. I want that individual that can like, extend the play and give me a chance to get open twice. Just think about that concept for a second. As a receiver, I get to get open twice. You are a high-paid DB getting paid $1 million plus to stop receivers like me. I have a cheat code with my quarterback, hmm. um, which is why we, we, have, we, we love to watch the QBs that extend plays in the way that they do. Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't get enough credit for his athleticism, he can extend plays with the best of them. When you're watching these guys practice, scramble drills a long time ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, used to be something that rarely happened, something you rarely practiced. Now scramble, scramble drills are literally part of the play. All right, so we're going to run a simple concept. We'll go uh, curl, flat, curl, flat. And then if I extend the pocket, uh, whoever's deep, come short. Meet me on the sideline. If you're short, go deep. I'm going to throw it to the pylon. And if you're tight end in the middle of the field, I need you to just find a window. That, that's, that's a strategy. So it, it isn't an accident when big plays happen. It's more of something that is planned. So, yeah, as a wide receiver, not only am I excited about the more athletic QBs, but I'm making friends with them. Hey, 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 Trey Lance. Uh, What's up, man? You play video games? What you want a uh, PlayStation, an Xbox? You want to you want to go Toys R Us? I know you're young. You want to what, what do you want? You want a new pair of shoes? So yeah, I. I... <laughs> oh, we oh no, that's twice in one show. This is like what's happening. And now you got to call him back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know it's not goodbye. Yeah. So he was in the middle of something. He was Good. in the middle of something. Now we gotta gotta get closure. Yeah, obviously. Now this is obvious, this, right? This is clear. Yeah. Yeah, we call him back. That sounds like you know what it sounds like. He might have adjusted his ear, and you might have gone out. If he's on, he's on the new pods. If you, you hit touch him, yeah, if you over, touch him, out. Yeah. I know. Over, I've had that. Can't touch him. I've had that. Yeah. And guess what happened? I called the person. Called back. Of course, you did. Up. It's back. All right. You there, Nate? I, I lost. I no, lost okay. you for a quick second. No, it's all right. You were talking about getting Trey Lance shoes, so I get it. <laughs> so, no, nah, listen, man. I, I I sat down with Justin Fields uh, about two months ago. We did this. Um, this campaign for progressive insurance, and um, he's, he's somebody that understands the position he's in. He wants to work and prove that he can be an NFL quarterback. But more importantly, though, like, you know, young rookies are impressionable. So if I know I'm joking around saying I'll buy a, you know, a, a PlayStation or Xbox with these guys with the money they're making, they don't need anything from wide receivers. But if I'm a wideout that's playing for the 49ers or the Bears, um, you know, even the Patriots with Cam Newton and Mac Jones, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it make it a point to reach out to these guys and say, hey, let's go grab dinner, like you know, let's let's go kick it, you know, let's go have a let's go have a beer and talk about football and life. 
So when when these quarter quarterback competitions shake themselves out, like they'll they'll be a little more partial to throwing me the rock. It goes a long friendships go a long way with, with QBs mm. and 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 wide receivers. Like the relationships off the field go a long way. Nate, have a great vacation. Look forward to seeing you in the mornings on CBS and uh, look for my call throughout the season. And, and I look forward to continue to working with you, too. It means a lot. Thanks for the call. Hey, I Congrats. appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. That's Nate Burleson, everybody. Emmy Award winner and now about to dominate. About to dominate a whole new endeavor. Love that guy. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, three stories that I was out of the chair for. Brockman's going to set me up. I'm going to give my two cents on them. Going to break out of my plexiglass walls for one of them. (laughs) Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee, and right now you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so the meme that happened over the weekend, uh, post a picture of yourself from the 1990s without a content or a context or comment. Um, we've been running through the one that I posted over the weekend. There's there you me. Look at that. Uh, yeah. From the old Sports Center days. I just it. talked about with old, Nate. Old graphics. Back. Old graphics. Oh, yeah, the whole bit. Uh, and then Brockman's. Uh, this is from 1995, you said? Sophomore correct? year high school. Number 13 in your program, oh, number one oh. in your heart. Look at him. Take a knee and get out. We got more photographs. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. So that's yours. Um, TJ Jefferson said he didn't have one because he didn't see the email till this morning. We don't know what he was doing because I sent it in the afternoon yesterday. But <laughs> he has audibly on Omaha. He yeah. audibled. And you have you you have submitted one from the 1990s. Hey. I found one. Yeah. Okay. Here we yes. go. What do we got? Let's see. Oh yeah. Oh, All right. So there's okay. me in a, a long sleeve red polo there, Woo. and that is my Foot Locker crew. Uh, oh nice. Wood, <laughs> Wood Street Foot Locker, downtown Pittsburgh, yeah, right. uh, on Fifth Avenue now, and that was my Foot Locker crew Give on the left the there. We got we we got my man <laughs> Keith Perry, aka Big Daddy. Now he didn't actually work at Foot Locker. I went to college with him. Okay. Keith Perry, the original big man with guard skills. He is now a member of the West Mifflin Sports Hall of Fame. I just saw on his Facebook. Hey, hey. And he's a professional corn 
whole player. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah, then my man Gerard Eric Hedge there is right under him, and he went on to become like a district manager for Foot Locker, and he retired after like 20 years there. I'm I'm not exactly sure what he's doing now, but he lives in New York. So is this on the East Coast? This is 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 in Pittsburgh. This is from Pittsburgh. So it's, uh, all right, so Western Patty's What bar is that? Yeah. Uh, was that it? Were we done? No, oh, put oh. it back up. No, we're, we're oh, you keep put it back up. Let oh, him run yeah, through yeah. it. Uh, and then the guy got my arm around. That is our manager. That's a guy named Dante Harlan, my boy. Now Dante, actually, I think I talked to you about him before. Brockman went to UNLV. Actually, transferred the year before they won oh, the national right. title in '90. He's a very successful uh, girls basketball coach in Ohio right very now. Very good. And uh, the guy on the left, that's my OG Jerry Johnson. He. Uh, He's still living in Pittsburgh, and he is one of the few black fishermen that I knew. He's like the black babe Winkleman. He's always posting fishing pictures. So uh, he's uh, out there doing his thing. Do you have something in your mouth there? Is it a like straw. a straw? Okay, yeah, it's a straw. It's a straw. Very good. I miss those glasses. You, uh, what's um, how, and there's you get the beers. Yeah, what and bar is so that? that could be, oh, man, that's somewhere in Pittsburgh. You can see the Iron City beers. So you know that's yeah. Pittsburgh. So you did not go and socialize in the referee outfits. <laughs> not in the re- <laughs> we, were, we were many celebrities in Pittsburgh, though, guys. Like, we go out to the bars and the clubs and always be like the Foot Locker guys are here and we get top shelf liquor. Right. Never knew what top shelf was until I get went to Chauncey's and I was told there's a there top shelf liquor. Foot Locker <laughs> crew, man. <laughs> Shout out to Big Perm. That the essays. All right, very good. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, radio network along with uh, our Peacock viewers. Once again, I was on uh, Peacock for the Olympics for I think 17 straight days. It was a long time. Oof. It was a heck of a run. Tokyo, Tokyo Gold. Gold. Had a lot of fun. Gold. A lot of fun. But I was out of the chair for a long time. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff so went we've down. Got, you, uh, you've got three... we got three of the kind of bigger things that kind of stretched okay. across all sports. Alright, and I know some of these takes, if you will, are going to be dated. Sure. But I was out of the chair. Yeah. You didn't and so now I've got the ability to be back in the chair and talk yeah, yeah. about it. Things Rich Missed. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Got a drop. Okay. <laughs> all right. First Very of all, we're going to have to lower the, lower the sound. Yeah, because I, 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 I don't even I don't know. know it's not even know, know, it's okay, NFL. Okay. What do you got? Yeah. You got? All right. So all first right. up, uh, the Minnesota quarterback, Kirk Cousins, perhaps you've heard of him. Yes. He has uh, some interesting uh, <laughs> thoughts about what's going on. a couple on, weeks ago. On in the country. Yeah. This is from a couple weeks ago. So we're going to hear from Kurt, Kirk, and then we're going to get your reaction. So roll tape. I think the vaccination decision is a private, very private health matter for me, and I'm going to keep it as such. Um, uh, I do believe that as a leader of the team, it's very important uh, to follow the protocols to avoid this close contact because that is that is what it's going to come down to is did you have a close contact? And so I'm going to be vigilant about avoiding a close contact. I've even thought about should I just set up literally plexiglass around where I sit so that this could never happen again. Um, I thought about it because I'm going to do whatever it takes. So um, we're going to avoid this close contact thing, and um, and I uh, look forward to uh, you know making sure I'm playing for every game this year. Okay, so um, this was a big to do. Big to do because yeah, because he missed some time. No, like, I know that, yeah. and and that and by the way, Michael Irvin um, predated this whole conversation by saying that if you don't get the vaccine, you're not trying to win. Right, and I agree. I agree. If you if, look, as I said at the very top of this program based on my experience of getting COVID-19, okay? I don't know if I got it here at work or anywhere. I will never know 
where I got it. Right. I don't think I got it from here. I don't know where I got it. So Kirk Cousins saying that he was thinking of constructing some form of plexiglass bubble to prevent him from being a close contact at work is, you know, one way to potentially handle the situation at work. I don't believe you can walk around in a plexiglass bubble everywhere you go because you can get the virus from anywhere and potentially from anybody. Most likely you will get it from somebody unvaccinated. And so when I saw that, I thought to myself that there is nothing more private and personal than somebody's health, period. Totally understand that and agree. Nothing more personal and private than that. But when it is a public health issue, if we get to the point where we don't have to pose these questions of people who are in the public eye and are such an important member of a city representing organization whose fans put many hopes and dreams and wishes into, if that person is not doing everything that he or she can to stay healthy and says, I'm doing everything that I can to stay healthy, and it's to create plexiglass walls instead of, you know, taking the shot, it might absolutely ring thoroughly hollow and ridiculous to those who have had the shot, which is now, by the way, thank goodness, more than half of the country fully vaccinated. So I thought those comments were ridiculous and I thought they were damaging. And I thought to myself, he sounds like somebody who's talking to people that are only those who surround him with the same sensibility. And it is a personal and private matter, but not when you're a public figure who's atop the flowchart of a team that could lose an entire season's worth of hopes and dreams for an entire team that's maybe vaccinated. That information is pertinent. What else do you have over there, Chris? You know, Rich, speaking of other insane things, did you see what happened with Oklahoma and Texas a few weeks ago? So Oklahoma and Texas play in what's called the Big 12 Conference in college football. <laughs> I feel like you're a kindergarten teacher where you're showing the entire book to the class as you're telling the story. They, they once were two Big 12 teams that have now left to go to the SEC. Yeah, they thought it would be a good idea for them to not play in the Big 12 anymore yes. and go over to play in the Southeast Conference, yes. Rich, whereas we all know it just means more. It just means it more. Does. So that has been voted and approved by, you guessed it, all 14 members <laughs> of the SEC. Uh, including Texas A&M, which isn't too happy about it, as we all which know. Which is going to start in, what, a few years? But my guess is they're playing there next season. I don't know. There might be contractual obligations that they have to keep. Guess what fixes that? Hey, and you're already hearing the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the ACC are getting together. Christopher, when the Super League happened across the pond, is I'm mandated to say, (laughs) as an American sports broadcaster, anything that happens over in the UK, it's got to be across the pond. 
when that Super League went down, and for the one day that we were on the air with it looked like it was going to happen, yeah. what did I tell? What did I say on this show? Which sport is most likely to create their own Super League? College, College football, football. <laughs> and we are seeing it. It is happening. Oklahoma and Texas leaving to go to the SEC is creating a Super League. There will be more. And if the Big Ten doesn't go and find some other partners to try and create their own Super League, what will prevent Michigan and Ohio State from getting together and saying, we're joining them? Yeah, exactly. And USC and UCLA telling the rest of the Pac-12, we're joining them. And other teams, Clemson in the ACC, Miami from the ACC. See it. Well, Notre Dame might actually still be fine doing what they're doing, you know? Maybe. Where they could still play them, they could still be in their schedule. I don't, I don't know how don't it's going to work because it's totally know. off the off the charts. I spoke to a lead pipe wielding sports executive. I cannot say if it's TV or in a, in a sport. Or I will not say. Okay. I spoke to somebody who knows the business of sports. Asked this individual where this is all heading. I was told where this is eventually going to all head if they don't. Stop. And it doesn't look like they're going to stop. They're going to create their own Super League and go for the NCAA basketball tournament. This is where it's all going. Football is one thing. If you remember, this is the way it was described to me. The NIT used to be the, the thing. Yes. It used to be the big thing. When right. I was a kid. Until the NCAA kind of got, got in there and said, we're going to do our own thing. Now these teams are all going to get together. What if the SEC with Oklahoma and Texas, they get a bunch more in? Let's say they wind up doubling in size over the next 10 years. Suddenly, you're going to hold your own basketball tournament. Right. And then what? Now the NCAA tournament becomes the new version of the NIT. And they tell the NCAA, two birds, see ya. We're doing our own thing now. That's where this is all heading. And I heard that, and I'm like, wow. Mind, boom, blown. And who's to say this won't happen? Which is why the Big Ten's calling up the ACC and say, what do you think? And the Pac-12, what do you think? And you're like, how the hell is it going to work? Michigan's already flying to New Jersey, who's flying to Nebraska. Like, what's another two time zones? Michigan, USC, Ohio State versus Clemson? You're not going to watch that? You better watch out. If you don't do this, then suddenly the new SEC picks off a few more, and then all of a sudden it's going to be a gold rush of who's, who can get in. It's coming. And we smelled it out we smelled when it out the super long, team long hit. A time ago. But, like, let's talk about this a little bit. Like, what are they going to do? There's going to be a 32-team SEC? Why not? Are yeah, they just, it's called the National Football League. With divisions. Two yeah. conferences, two conferences, four divisions. divisions. Son, wow! You're seeing it in professional It'll football right now. Yeah, the SEC is going to have 32 teams. What other football organization that pays people <laughs> has 32 teams? And they're in control of it all over the country, where flights can happen. <sighs> yeah. Uh huh. Oh man! Wow. I mean, we're all watching, obviously. I mean, it's so insane. It's like, Here's whatever. what we'll do. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll hit that last one, which is the Field of Dreams. I, I, that, that, Field of Dreams game, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. can't wait to hit that. That happened just a couple days ago, obviously. When we come back, we'll finish up this show and set up the rest of the week as well with our guest list. 
Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, there's one last member yeah. of our team that has submitted a photograph of himself from the 90s without yes. comment or context. Let's run through once again our uh, all the photographs that uh, we've uh, submitted uh, as part of this uh, internet uh, meme or uh, construct. That's me and SportsCenter from back in the day. Um, and then uh, Brockman posting yep. a photograph of himself in 1995. As, what's the name of the uh, or, uh, school? Thornton Academy. Beautiful. Uh, and then T.J. Jefferson unearthed a photograph of him with all of his with your Foot Locker the Foot Locker crew. crew. Wood foot Street. Locker crew. Fifth Avenue. Stand there up. There you go. Pittsburgh, PA, right? That's right. Downtown Pittsburgh. That's right, on the um, Eastern Time Zone. <laughs> East Coast, um, stand up. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then Mike Del Tufo has submitted this photograph. Let's go. Let's see what Mike see, Del Tufo is. Go. Oh, boy. Whoa. Young That, that looks like Mr. Worthy on the right. That looks like is that uh, Craig Simpson in the middle and Kevin Frazier? Kevin Frazier, K. Frazier. Yeah, that's like about a month after I started Fox Sports. And what year is that? This is '96. So Mike Del Tufo in 1996, the year I started on Sports Center. Wow. That means Mike Del Tufo, since I have been in this business now nationally since '96, that's 25 years. uh, You are now in your third decade of wearing free stuff to work. I actually did. You buy that stuff that you're wearing not. right there? No, that put that hat back up again, Mr. Hoskins. That the hat, the hat that's is a Fox, a Fox, Fox no, pullover. A, dude, no, it's a, yeah, dude. There's no question. It's that's free. issued. That's free. That's free. So, did you ever like? Because when you were a cop, you wore free something issued to them, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever that's gone right. to work in clothes that you paid for? Well, Rich, big right. big news story from last week. Yeah. Oh man! Rich. So Kawhi Leonard showed up at summer league wearing these like strap-on sandal slipper type deals. Yes, we found them. Someone sent us the website for them. Two hundred bones for these bad boys. Mike immediately bought what them a, and, yeah. and has been wearing every them every day since. Oh, that's the contraption on your feet today. These things are so com- New Balance needs a like I need a sponsorship like yesterday <laughs> from New Balance. I'm selling these to everyone I'm talking to. These are the most comfortable. Do you have you have the picture right? I'm Hoskins no, 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 I don't, I don't. And this is about oh. the '90s, which is again, right. like, but still, he's wearing '90s looking yeah, shoes. That was a. That was a <laughs> Yeah, look. You see, hey, I mean, I, I went he to showed up at Summer League with the Clippers. He went, went to Vegas. He went to Vegas to hang out with the Clippers. Hung yeah, out with Kawhi. Didn't even invite me, Rich. Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> Playoff MDT. <laughs> there he is. I mean, Summer MDT. Summer MDT. Summer MDT. Uh, well done, guys. Vegas Mike. Part of the whole Vegas Mike. My internet prayers. There's Miami Mike and Vegas Mike. Well done. Well done. 
We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Get ready for the biggest event of the summer. Don't miss John Cena, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, Bianca <laughs> Belair, who was on uh, on Tokyo Gold, by the way. Bianca oh, Belair. She was? Yes. And all your favorite WWE superstars at SummerSlam. That's live Saturday, this coming Saturday, August 21st, 8 Eastern, streaming exclusively on Peacock. Plus, watch WWE Originals and the WWE Vault. Go to PeacockTV.com to get started. Every day I went to work um, in uh, in Stamford, Connecticut for Tokyo Gold. I went Right off, right off, right off of the freeway, right off of 95. Saw the headquarters, you, hung a left. Did you run into Vinnie Mac at the local Starbucks I or the gym not. or anything? <laughs> I did not. I went straight to work. I didn't. I didn't really do much. Gotcha. You know, I was just fresh out of quarantine. I was, you know, gotcha. I just didn't want to associate with many people. To be honest with you. <laughs> and you had Bianca Belair on Tokyo. Yes, Gold. and how did she I did. not? She played that. Tokyo Gold Game Time. Well, we. We, we put it out on uh, Twitter. I mean, I watched you almost every... That's the weird thing. When I came in, you came in this morning and I yes. said, hey, I felt like other than last week, I'd seen you oh, every single day since you've been gone. <laughs> so it was almost like... That's good. You know, I didn't miss you that much because I, I saw you that out, But I did miss you guys and, uh, and I'm yeah. glad to be back. back There's one last thing that uh, I missed while I was gone that we uh, wanted to Yeah, talk Rich, about it here. didn't happen that long ago. It was last Thursday in yes. Iowa of all places. But it was pretty cool. I wasn't that into it before, he but it ended up being pretty awesome. Look at that, man. Oh, the old that. uniforms coming out of the corn, oh, being introduced. Costner was there. Incredible. It was incredible. It looked so beautiful. That sky was gorgeous. The place looked incredible. Fox did an incredible job. Yeah, broadcasting that cool. game. It was terrific. I loved every second of it. What even it, though nine, nine home runs in the cornfield. I mean, it looked like for sure the wind, you know, the corn was blowing, yeah, blowing, blowing right. it was yeah. blowing, <laughs> where right. I was going, blowing to right field. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I wanted to leave Zach Britton in the corn. I tweeted that out. <laughs> uh, my Yankees still won the series, went to Chicago, took yeah. the last two. Yeah, yeah, you guys are playing well. I know. Um, I, I just thought it was terrific. I think. You know, if if it is feasible, they're going to do it every year. Well, no, I think they should have a, 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 series. a series there all year, like have a, have that as a home date for what your fifteen games. Oh. That would be, you know, everybody plays a, a game in the corn. I, again, Ooh. I don't like know Thursday night football kind of. Like, yeah, sure, like Thursday night football. Oh wow, Ooh, I like that idea. You know, everybody plays a game in the corn. Yeah, that's dope. And and um, again, I just don't know if it's feasible mm-hmm. to keep that construct. Up, you know, that's obviously was created. Yeah, they built that ninth, like 2019, and they canceled it. They kept. So they kept I mean, it they, but so if you can keep it, it if you could keep the construct, uh, you know, up. You've got 30 major league baseball teams, 15 games, a 15 game schedule in the corn. I mean, that was do it. It was so cool, looking. you know, and so everybody can make a pilgrimage to the to this site. You know, different teams, all fan bases, go go see it. Wouldn't you want to plan if you you know? Oh, you know, uh, yeah. If the pandemic well, is not uh, in your if can, the balls are jumping out of the off no, the bat honestly, like that, safe, I mean, do it. Go seventeen runs. Would you want to see that? Beautiful, run. incredible. It looked great. I want. I would love to go watch a game there. Like it would be of amazing. Course. It looked great. I mean, be amazing. And, and so, um, you know, I I I think there should be other sports leagues that do something like this yeah. with an iconic sports movie or TV series. Like, there's other ways to do it. I, I, if I'm the NBA, I would, you know, what, would you play, like, create something in Rucker Park? Would you create, like, a, uh, a game in Rucker Park, right? 
or or Chicago or the Venice Beach courts down or, here. Or or you could send set up a, a game in um, wherever the gym uh, is for for Hickory right. from Hoosiers. I thought of another right one where, where, where you put it. You put the players in old school uniforms, mm. and the the fans are directly right sitting there too. NHL All Star Game in Lake Placid. Whoa! Boom. Another. I would go. Or, or wherever uh, Slapshot was filmed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or the Mighty Ducks Pond. That's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. choose a movie. Like, what would the NFL be? Because you can't, you can't have it in the longest yard. Right. All right? right so, right. Where, where, where would your NFL game be? I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean... Just trying to run What, you guys talked earlier before the show it's where the Little Giants played? Little play? Giants I mean, played. Yeah. I don't know. Remember, remember the Titans? Sure, you could go to Alexandria. There's probably a you know high school I mean? field I don't somewhere. Know. Or would you do Friday Night Lights and just do it at a Ooh, place in Texas? At a high school Texas stadium. Texas. They got some play games like, on a Friday night after their series after I mean, their season's over or something like yeah, that. I mean, some of those like, stadiums hold those stadiums hold sixty thousand people. Out, yeah, I don't know. The football one might be tough. Baseball seems like the perfect one. Well, I mean, if 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 you're gonna hold a baseball game in a fictionalized. Uh, spot where players come out of the corn and if you don't mind there being total fiction you could have the football game in notre dame i saw that <laughs> i knew that was coming you could have you could have coming. you could have it at notre dame i mean if, right as long as you're talking about well, fantasy a movie about that school you're talking about it's the most famous college in american football. right and so if you I have mean, a basketball obviously. game at hoosiers one team is going to only put four men on the floor at one point Right, <laughs> and then if you hold a football game in Notre Dame, they can carry off somebody. Somebody, no, somebody goes off sides. Oh, Jeez. then they carry him off. Five field. yard penalty. This is what we missed, Rich. Being this gone, exactly. We did, what are you talking about? We missed they, the, they, shots they, they, the shots Dame. at Notre Dame. Yes. Ohio State shots. Yeah. Ohio State. We missed this, Rich. I don't, know, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm just <laughs> spitting truth. You I'd can call them a firing shots. NBA game on in Venice. White man can't jump. On that, on the beach, yeah, cool. like right there, it'd be cool as hell. Yeah, I said that. We said about, that. I don't know about the I know wind. Said, the wind might be a factor. We talked about the wind. <laughs> like, That's a Brockman. Hey, Brockman. Mike, like Sydney Dean said, said you got you to imagine country somebody, club. You got to adjust your shots. You imagine somebody's just shooting. Somebody's just flipping channels. Somebody's just flipping channels. They just. Flipped in and heard Mike Del Tufo say, we talked about the wind. <laughs> hey, I mean, well, it's my weather. Well, they know so it's we weather, Mike, the wind. right? You guys, we, no, 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 guys, guys we talked You're about the wind. You're a weather guy, Mike. That makes sense. We talked about it, Mike. Right? We talked about yeah. the wind. I mean, I'm on way. Um, We're back. Great We're stuff, back. guys. We're back. Uh, I want to thank Nate Burleson, and I want to thank my other guests today, uh, Ian Rappaport, Lewis Riddick. If you missed any of it, go to our YouTube stream. Welcome back, bro. Thank Welcome you, sir. Back, I really greatly appreciate that. I also want to let you know, tomorrow's show, Billie Jean King. Daniel Jeremiah is on tomorrow's program as well. DJ. Um, who else is on tomorrow's show? I don't have the list up here. That's Mike Del Tufo? Mike Del Tufo's not on tomorrow's show, actually. Oh, He's doing something for that other place that he's oh. doing something Cameron for. Cameron Jordan Rich of the New Orleans <laughs> That's Saints. Right. Kirk Herbstreet from ESPN. Kirk Herbstreet. We'll talk to him about the Super Leagues that are being created. Because that's happening. Hey, Rick, super did you bring any Tokyo Gold home for us? I oh. did not. So. Oh, okay. We thought we were getting medals. Appreciate that. Tokyo Gelt is what I brought home. <laughs> <laughs> Different show. <laughs> Different show. <laughs> we will chat with you on Tuesday's show. I'm not going anywhere, people. I'm staying right here.